Welcome to the Sent from Disneyland podcast. Pure age relives fond memories of the past. If it's your first time joining us, welcome. On this episode, we'll take a journey into the past and explore Disneyland and Disneyland history with mementos, snapshots, and postcards sent from Disneyland from 1955 to the present. Today, I'm starting off by thanking my patrons from Patreon.com. You can join and receive mail from my desk or from my Disneyland trips. Special thanks to Random Olive, the first patron to this podcast, and to the e-ticket patrons to Nia, Eric Daniels, Joe Gamble, Scott Booker, Monica Seats Vega, Russ Romano, Michael and Christina Cross, Scott Cagle, and Sheila Harry. See ticket patrons serious inquiries only, Debbie Weinstein, Jennifer Schneep, Grace Coat, Ben and Noel Bruning, Patty Woolen, Angela Reynolds, and Aaron Moran. B-Ticket patrons, the Disney Rewind Podcast, Jeff and Paige Orton, and Joshua, and Exorable Tosh Bell. And the A-Ticket patrons, Elise Sharp, Zealot Infinity, Alexis Robles, Maggie and Henry Byers, Angel Nablah, and the All Aboard Podcast. You can also sign up for my new newsletter for a chance to get some postcards delivered by the USPS to your mailbox. I am your host, your post host, Clocky. And today, we have two postcards sent from Disneyland. The front of our first postcard has Sleeping Beauty Castle at dusk. If you look closely, you can see the Disney crest just above the drawbridge. On the back it reads, Sleeping Beauty Castle, dusk comes to the magical world of Fantasyland, and lights begin to cast an enchanted glow upon the moat guarding Sleeping Beauty Castle. The drawbridge remains open, gateway to a land of storybook and dreams come true. It's postmarked March 28, 1970, with a Pasadena cancel and a six-cent Franklin D. Roosevelt postage stamp, Scott number 1284. I assume they visit the park on Friday, March 27, 1970, when park hours were from 8 a.m. to midnight. The weather was a high of 74 and a low of 48. It's addressed to a Mrs. Mary Horing of Excelsior, Minnesota. It reads, Dear Mother, this may have to be your birthday card. We hope you have a great day. We spent 12 hours yesterday at Disneyland, and we'll go to the Wax Museum today with Marie. We had a nice time at Suzanne's riding horses. We'll probably get home Easter Sunday. Have a nice day, Lior and family. While reorganizing my Disney office, I thought it would be fun to look at what's on my Imagineering bookshelf. Most of these books are either about the Imagineering department or about individual Imagineers. Let's start with the big books. Measuring in at just under 13.5 inches tall by 10.5 inches wide is Walt Disney Imagineering, a behind-the-dreams look at making more real magic. The book is authored by Imagineers and Melanie Malmberg and contains a foreword by Robert Iger and Jay Rusulo, an introduction by Marty Scalar, and then an afterword by John Lasseter. This hardbound book was published in 2010 and is a revision of a similar book from 1996 and is the next largest book in my Imagineering book collection. The book, Walt Disney Imagineering, A Behind-the-Dreams Look at Making the Magic Real, written by the Imagineers with a foreword by Michael Eisner. Both books have similar content with oversized images of concept art, models, behind-the-scenes photographs, and real photographs of Disney attractions. They include many stories about how Imagineers bring parks, lands, and attractions from ideas and storyboards to places where guests can enjoy. The 1996 version has a few large pull-out pages, whereas the 2010 version has many more unique pages and special fold-outs, including concept art for Cinderella's Castle, 
a transparent page including a line drawing and architectural blueprints for Cinderella Castle, and a photo of the finished castle at Walt Disney World. One of the longer books on my bookshelf, with over 700 pages, is The Imagineering Story, the official biography of Walt Disney Imagineering. Written by Leslie Iwerks and published in 2022, it's an exhaustive text of Walt Disney Imagineering from the early days with Herb Ryman and Walt through the creation of the Galactic Star Cruiser in Florida. I got this book last December, but haven't had an opportunity to use it or sit down and read it. If it's anything like the Imagineering story on Disney+, Plus, it should be a fascinating read. Another recent acquisition is the book Women of Walt Disney Imagineering. This book has 12 women discussing their different roles as Imagineers with their own stories. The book of stories was edited by Mel Malberg, the same Imagineer who worked on the 2010 Imagineering book. One of the go-to Imagineering books for my May Imagineering episodes of this podcast, and when I'm trying to confirm a story about a particular Imagineer, is Jeff Curdy's book, Walt Disney's Imagineering Legends, and the genesis behind the Disney theme park. My personal copy was even signed back in 2008. Each of the ten chapters focuses on a different type of Imagineer, from designers to the story department to the model builders and the machinists. It's a great starting point when researching about early Imagineering. My last two general Imagineering books include One Little Spark by Marty Sklar and The Imagineering Workbook, written by the Disney Imagineers, and compiled and edited by Peggy Van Pelt. One Little Spark focuses on Mickey's Ten Commandments. These commandments were written by Marty Sklar and are on the walls of Imagineering. The Imagineering Workbook focuses more on different techniques to strengthen creativity, ideas, and to come up with different approaches to looking at challenges. Great news, Enfield Post is back up on Etsy. Grabbing some vintage stamps is a great way to plus your mail. Whether you're trying to match the color of your postcard or envelope, or adding a themed stamp to the back of your mail, be sure to check out Enfield Post. You can head over to EnfieldPost.com and explore all the different vintage stamps you can use on your next card or letter. That's E-N-F-I-E-L-D-P-O-S-T on Instagram and EnfieldPost.com for your wedding and vintage postage needs. Enfield Post is the official postage stamp sponsor of the Sent from Disneyland podcast. The front of our next postcard has Mickey leading the Disneyland band down Main Street and past the Crystal Arcade. If you look closely, in the background you can see the top of Sleeping Beauty Castle. On the back it reads, The Disneyland Band. Mickey Mouse leads the band in a lively parade along Main Street, USA. It's postmarked August 1977 with a Las Vegas cancel and three postage stamps. A three-cent Francis Parkman American Historian postage stamp, Scott number 1281, a five-cent blue George Washington postage stamp, Scott number 1283, and a 13-cent Proclaim Liberty Throughout All the Land, Liberty Bell postage stamp, Scott number 1595. I assume they visited the park on Sunday, August 14, 1977, when park hours were from 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. The weather was a high of 89 and a low of 61. It's addressed to Master William Aspinall of Lancaster, England. It reads, Having a nice time. The weather is very hot, and we've been to Disneyland, and we are on our way to Las Vegas. You would all like it here. Brenda. I have five books written specifically about individual Imagineers. The first one is Dream It, Do It, My Half-Century Creating Disney Magic Kingdoms, is an autobiography by Marty Scalar. 
On top of having some great stories, there are also some rare photographs from Marty's collection of Imagineering from the early days through his later work in retirement. The book contains a lot of Imagineering history and some history of the business side of the Walt Disney Parks. The second Imagineering book is one of my smaller books, but it's a great resource. Written by John Hench with Peggy Van Pelt, the book's called Designing Disney, Imagineering, and the Art of Show. This book is filled with incredible John Hench concept art and a great narrative about his philosophy about theme park design and his history working for the Disney Company and Imagineering. The third and next Imagineer book on my shelf is Claude Coates, Walt Disney's Imagineer, The Making of Disneyland from Toad Hall to the Haunted Mansion and Beyond. This biography of Claude Coates was written by Dave Bossert and is a great reference for all of Claude Coates' work at Imagineering. With chapters dedicated to the Alice in Wonderland attraction, the Grand Canyon diorama, the submarine voyage, the primeval world, Pirates of the Caribbean, Adventures Through Inner Space, and the Haunted Mansion. It's a great reference for the World's Fair attractions as well as the changes of Disneyland from opening day through the late 60s. The fourth Imagineer focus book was used heavily while researching two of my episodes from last May, reviewing all the contributions of Raleigh Crump. It's kind of a cute story, written by Raleigh Crump and Jeff Heimbutch, is a great timeline and account of Raleigh's work at the Disney parks as well as outside of the Disney company. The fifth Imagineer focus book, or books, are also the newest books added to my collection. Mark Davis, in his own words, Imagineering the Disney theme parks, is a two-volume set of books written by Pete Docter and Christopher Merritt. The hardcover set is in a single box cover and is also still in its original plastic wrap because I know once I open them, I won't stop combing through the wonderful Mark Davis artwork. This incoming postcard is sponsored by the Art Throwdown. Art Throwdown, or ATD, is an online craft hour on Instagram, starting at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 Pacific. Be sure to check out Monday's ATD, which is usually hosted by a paper artist, Russ Romano. I see many amazing art projects, learned about awesome postmarks, postage stamp history, and a lot more on different episodes. It's great to stop in for an hour to watch someone craft or design something unique. Each host brings something a little different to each show. I'll list some of the regular hosts, or you can follow Russ Romano 2021 on Instagram. The front of my incoming postcard has Chip and Dale harvesting oversized Mickey-shaped fruits. On the back it reads, Walt Disney World. Chip and Dale can always find something good to eat at the Toontown County Fair. It's not postmarked and has been pin-canceled, but was sent on June 15, 2023 from Kenosha, Wisconsin, with two postage stamps, an 8-cent U.S. Wildlife Conservation Alligator postage stamp, Scott number 1428, and a 41-cent Disney Characters, Peter Pan and Tinkerbell postage stamp, Scott number 4193. It reads, Hello, my name is Charity and I live in Kenosha, Wisconsin, right on Lake Michigan. My grandparents wintered in Florida, so I got to go to Disney every spring. My aunt was an engineer there. My favorite ride is It's a Small World, Charity. Thank you so much for the postcard, Charity. This is one of my postcards from Post Crossing, and I reached out to Charity to ask her what her aunt did for Walt Disney World. She replied that her aunt was an engineer who worked on designing mechanics for the rides. Because of her work at the park, her aunt was able to get her tickets to Walt Disney World, and her grandparents would take her to the other theme parks in the Orlando area. I know I'll be keeping an eye out for an Imagineer with her aunt's name whenever I pick up a book mentioned on this episode of the podcast. It was also awesome to connect with Charity through the mail and get a great personal Imagineering story. 
Thanks for listening to Sent from Disneyland. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and tell your friends. It would be awesome to share your favorite episode. There are over 100 episodes to choose from. It would also help to leave a five-star rating and comment on whatever podcast platform you use. If you'd like to support the show financially, please check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash sentfromdisneyland. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at sentfromdisneyland or on Twitter at sentfromdisney. For questions and comments, send me a postcard addressed to Sent from Disneyland, P.O. Box 44, Hood, California, 95639. This podcast is not affiliated with Disney, the United States Postal Service, or any post office or Disney properties. Opinions expressed on this podcast belong to its host and guest of the Sent from Disneyland podcast.